Welcome to Open to Hope Radio with your hosts, mother and daughter team, Dr. Gloria and Dr. Heidi Horsley. These shows are brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation and are dedicated to Gloria and Heidi's son and brother, Scott, and to all those who are looking for hope after loss. Now, Open to Hope Radio. Welcome to the Open to Hope Show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. These shows are brought to you by the Open to Hope Foundation, whose mission it is to help people find hope after loss. Well, Heidi, good morning. Good morning, Gloria. How are you? Good. Well, I'm in San Francisco. It's raining. How about New York? We have the same weather. It's dark and it's raining and flights are delayed today. And I know that because my son is coming in from the West Coast. So, uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. You know what? This time of year is always kind of strange. It's spring, but, you know, we have kind of good weather and then bad weather. So Yeah, that time of year. Well, Heidi, we've got a great guest on the show today. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, I can't wait. We are going to have... Uh, Shauna Festion, who wrote and directed a new movie, which is going to be released here in New York, April 2nd, and it's called The Greatest. Actually, California, hasn't it? Didn't you say it's been released in New York? We'll have to ask Shauna, but uh, didn't you say there was a big uh, write-up in the New York Times? Yes, there was. The New York Times, I'm sure Shauna saw this. There was something in the Times, on the Sunday Times, talking about, it got good, it got very good reviews, talking about this movie, and it's it's on playing on 58th and 4th in the Paris, which is a very cool theater, and also downtown on 12th. But basically, Mom, what they said was that this is an enormously touching, a superbly written, moving story of loss, love, hope, and renewal. And that was from Box Office Magazine. And there's some great people in it, too, Hyde. Who's in there? Uh, let's see. We've got Pierce Brosnan, Susan Sarandon, and Carrie Mulligan. Wow, and Carrie Mulligan, she was just up for an Academy Award, right? Yeah, they're all amazing, amazing actors and actresses. And I saw the movie Saturday night, and it basically is a story about losing a child. It's a story about a, a boy, a teenage boy who dies in a car accident. And mom, they so got it. It was so moving and touching for me, and I know you saw it too. But I was like sitting there watching it going, this happened to our family. Yes, yes, this happened to our family. Like I resonated with so much of it because... She was Shauna was right on target with what families go through after loss. Well, absolutely. And I am so excited that she's done this movie because, you know, that's why we came on air in the first place five years ago, because people have trouble hearing these stories and, and because they don't realize that there is hope. And I think this is what this movie is about, hope and recovery, which I, I really love. And we've got Shauna right here. Hi, Shauna. Hi, how are you? So great to have you on the show today. And what a wonderful movie you've done. Oh, thank you so much. It's such an honor to be on the show. Well, tell us a little bit about what made you decide to write this movie and think about it, because you wrote it, directed it, and the whole bit, right? Yeah, I did. I, I wrote it and directed it. And um, I think initially, I think sometimes you see movies, and you, know, you make a movie, and you don't really understand why you made it until months later. Um, but when I was at Sundance watching this movie, it kind of hit me why I did make it and why I wanted to write it. And, and one of the reasons was um, my dad lost a son before I was born, and um, he only told me about it once when I was six years old. And wow. we, were, we were taking a cross-country trip um, from Los Angeles to Texas, and he, he told my sister and I in the, in the truck. I still remember that moment very well because it was, you know, as a child, you just know that there's a, it was a heavy, heavy moment, and I, I could see and feel my dad's pain when he was telling us, 
and then we just stopped talking about it, and it was never really brought up in our family again, and so it became almost like a family secret. I Maybe just no one really knew the details, and, and we knew that it wasn't really something that my dad wanted to talk about, so everybody tried to respect that. Um, but I, I was very curious. It made me, especially when you hear something like that when you're six years old, you become very curious about it, and I... One of the reasons I think I wrote this movie was so that I could actually talk about grief and, and study it and almost learn a little bit more about my father through the process. Hmm. And, and what did you find out about grief in, in studying it and, and listening? We understand you listen to some of our radio shows. That's how we first got connected with you. It feels like I'm talking to old friends because I listen <laughs> to your radio show. I mean, I downloaded them all uh, day long, you know, on my um, on my computer, and I would listen to the podcast. Um, and then I would write scenes, and I just have to say thank you because so many of your guests that called in and hearing, listening to your stories um, really inspired me and inspired a lot of the material. I mean, there are definitely things that I heard on your show that I wrote in the script. Well, you got it so right. You know, one of the things I remember uh, seeing the, the movie, it's a wonderful movie, and, and uh, Pierce, the way he kind of um, is strong, like the guys are, and as Susan Sarandon, I her sitting in the bathtub <laughs> in that scene, you know, you're unable to get out, the 45-minute showers, and, and Heidi, what did you get from the sibling piece? Oh, so many things. I mean, you were right on with the, with the child, with the son that was the living teenager. I mean, a bunch of stuff, like, you know, that his kids, his friends are starting to avoid him like a plague. Um, I thought it was really interesting when he goes swimming with his girlfriend in the ocean, Shauna, and Pierce mm -hmm. Bronson, his father, freaks out because he's, like, looking at him thinking that he's going to drown. And that is mm -hmm. such a thing with us as brief siblings. Our parents, we lose the parents we once knew because our parents are so anxious and worried that something else is going to happen to, not, to mm -hmm. another child. You know, and I loved that scene because it was so telling and how the teenager comes out and kind of rolls his eyes at his dad like, I'm fine. You know, yeah. it was it was, yeah. it was was right on. You were right on with all this stuff. And then all the issues around the teenager smoking pot and kind of escaping in the way, mm -hmm. you know, escaping the whole. And then, oh, another one more thing because, you know, I loved all this stuff. Um, the fact that the oldest brother is now the hero because he's dead and he's perfect, mm -hmm. um, which is mm -hmm. true. I mean, it's hard for siblings because... Once their sibling dies, you know they're, they're they have godlike status now. So it was it was great. It was a very powerful show. I, I was wondering how is it directing that kind of a movie now? Um, did Pierce Brown lose his wife? Was that right? He did. He lost his wife, and he also um, his son got in a very bad car accident um, mm -hmm. and had to be airlifted um, out of the canyon in Malibu, where he um, went over a canyon, drove over a canyon. And so Pierce got that call at, you know, 3 in the morning and had to, you know, the most terrifying call I think parents obviously could ever get. And, and so he, um, you know, he obviously, his son survived, but he, he used both that experience and losing his wife to cancer um, mm. as kind of research. It must be really um, intense uh, after his experience of making this movie. And how is it for you? Is it, uh, it, do you really get intense in this whole thing? And, and do you hark back to thinking about your dad then? Yeah, I, I, it was intense. It was intense for all of us. And, you know, Pierce's first day was his most emotional day in the hospital. And, um, and I think, you know, if, if you've read anything that he said about the movie, when he first read the script, he said, oh, no, I, I don't want to go there. 
I'm going to put it under my bed. And he put it under his bed for three months until finally he said, okay, I'm ready to go there. Um, but he was definitely scared at first. I think we all were because we were tackling, you know, very emotional material. And, you know, when you're making a movie, you have to sometimes do the scene 20 times. And, you know, I know Susan, when she was doing one of her more emotional scenes, she, because they're both so, such wonderful actors and they give so much, she got physically sick at the end of the day um, mm. just because, you know, it, it was very, very tough material. Yeah, really. So I, I saw the Valley of Ela the other night uh, with Susan Strandon, you know, where a military, where a son gets killed. And I thought, oh, my goodness. And now she's playing this other role. She really takes on some some challenging uh, material and is ready to go to a really heavy place, I think. Yes, yes. That's what I love about her. She's so great. Now, has she had any experience with, with loss particularly or just she's just great at getting the material? Um, no, I, I, I think everybody has. You know, experienced is kind of in some state of grief or grieving, um, but you know nothing, nothing that we really shared together or she shared with me. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And Carrie Mulligan, what a great thing that she was up for an Academy Award too for the edu- an education. I know that was so wonderful because when we met Carrie, um, no one knew who she was. She was just um, one of the names on you know the casting sheet, and she just finished an education, but. We had no idea back then that it would, you know, be as big of a movie as it was. And so she was just, you know, Carrie Mulligan. And then when I'm on the press line, you know, when, uh, being asked about the movie, everybody's asking, what was it like to work with Carrie Mulligan? And <laughs> it's, just, it's so amazing to watch her grow and succeed because she is so incredibly special. Now, um, is your dad still living? He is, yes. Uh, has he seen it? Have you talked to him about all this at all? Yes, he has. He saw the film at Sundance, and um, and he talked to me a little bit about it. It's it's still not something that I think he really can talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I want to. I'm open to it, and I, I, I try to get him to talk, but I, I think I, this was one step in the right direction, and um, it, it, we had our first conversation about it, so I, I've tried to open the doors for him. No, and, and the bottom line is, Shauna, it, in, it impacted you because even though you didn't know your brother, the way your father parented you was significantly changed because he had a child that died. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I mean, my father was married um, six times. And mm-hmm. my father was, you know, he was kind of in and out of my life. And um, he was love, very, very loving. I always knew I was loved unconditionally. Um but I, I, I really do feel like it was very hard for him to maintain connection sometimes. And it's also He's interesting from, from something. Right, from, a, from a sibling standpoint to think, here I am and I have this kind of phantom brother out there in the universe who I've never met, who died before me, but was still my brother. Mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I find that interesting. You know, uh, Heidi's dad, my husband, had a sibling die before he was born at birth. And it was really interesting talking to him about it because he's like, I was talking about you and, and I was talking about the fact that your sibling died before you were born. And he said, oh, what does that matter? You know, are you kidding? Is that really a bereaved sibling? And I'm kind of laughing because Heidi and I both know that it has impacted his life, particularly his sister who uh, was, uh, you know, alive when the baby died. She was six. 
And when he was born, uh, his mother would not let him her the the six year old touch the baby at all or have anything to do with him because I think she was so afraid. What's your take on it, Heidi? Well, yeah, and it's also kind of like the elephant in the room. It's like we don't. It's something you don't talk about, but it's kind of like a presence, even though it's not discussed. It's still. Like I said, the the elephant in the room that nobody talks about, and the curiosity, you know, about about that person is very interesting. But uh, and it's interesting how people teach us to help other people, and and what that's one of the things I love about your movie, Shauna, because I think whoever sees it can be informed about bereaved people and how to treat them and how to talk to them. And I love the end of the movie where Carrie Mulligan starts talking to the family you know, and getting them to talk because one of the things I think people don't realize is that bereaved people do want to talk about their loved one and they want to hear their name, right, Heidi? Absolutely, and I love in the movie how she's making the memory book to keep all the memories alive for her unborn child of who her father was. It was so great. And another thing you... something I really... I, I learned from listening to your show is, um, you know, I is that bereaved parents do want to talk about their child and... and that misconception of, oh, if I bring up their child's name, is it going to bring them back to that place? And I should just do everything to avoid that so that I don't make them sad again. And um, that was really, you know, something that I learned on your show, that how, how we can be open and talk about um, loss. And it's, it's all right. It's not, it's not um, a bad thing. And I, I, we just screened the movie for Grief Haven, a wonderful right. group here in Los Angeles. And I think that, the best compliment that I've ever received about the is one woman came to me afterwards after the screening was over, and she said, well, you know, some of my friends don't really understand what I've been going through, and now I can say, you should see the greatest if you want to understand what I'm going through, and that was just such an amazing thing for a filmmaker to hear. Well, Shauna, uh, Heidi was going to mention, are you going to mention that it's on Facebook, Hyde, the trailer? Yes, I am. And I wanted you all to know that uh, if you would like to see the trailer, which is really touching, um, I posted it on our Open to Hope Foundation Facebook page. And we've already gotten like five or six people that have viewed it, and I just posted it. And they've said this, just the trailer alone is so powerful and so captures what we've all gone through when we've had loss. Shana, I can't tell you how excited people are. Form Compassionate Friends, too, which is, you know, the largest self-help group in the world for bereaved parents. Uh, they were excited. They're excited because you got it. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I, um, I made this movie for bereaved parents, so I hope that um, you continue to find it honest and, and truthful because I wanted to respect your experience. Well, it's, it's absolutely fabulous. I mean, one of the tiny points that you got is the smell of the clothes, the smells, you know, uh, which are unbelievable when you talk to parents when we go to Compassionate Friends conferences and things. They keep things in bags and, you know, whatever, and, and the, the room and all those kinds of things that are really well, well, and, and Well, with that in mind, too, Mom, the scene was powerful when the clothes were washed mm-hmm. and how that created very big, huge problems because we don't want that's the, the scent is kind of the, one of the last things we have to connect us with the person that we love that died. So that was, that was powerful. So did you have any particular shows, Shauna, that you found moving? Um, I, well, I really, I loved all the shows on um, the gender differences with grieving, how mm-hmm. men and women grieve differently. And, you know, I was saying, as I was saying before, I really 
I honestly could not have written this script without your show. Um, I really relied on it as a research tool. And I also relied on you two as just friends to help me through the writing process because I was writing it by myself in a one-bedroom apartment and I was so broke and uh, you, you two were really the, the high point of my day because you became kind of my, my, my co-writers. You know, I would listen to your show and I'd be so inspired by the brave people that would call in and, and your personal stories and... Um, I was just so moved and inspired by both of you. So thank you so much. Well, that's so great. And now you're on to uh, another. What's what's the project you're on now? Oh, I just, just finished. finished shooting a movie in Nashville. Um, it's about a country singer played by Gwyneth Paltrow, who's kind of a country superstar who's kind of struggling with her own demons and alcoholism, and she ends up going on a, com- uh, a comeback tour. And her manager husband is played by Tim McGraw. And there's 13 original songs, and it's it's really great. Oh, it sounds amazing! You know what comes up for me all of a sudden? I'm thinking, I I love the fact that I think you have tackled one of the biggest issues in the world already to begin with. I mean, uh, I I think it's fabulous that you started out with that movie. I I'm pretty proud of it too, and and I'm it's so nice to be able to talk to you two and actually say that this movie is about the grieving process because you know when people are marketing the movie they a lot of people are saying don't mention grief the movie is not about grief it's mm-hmm. you know it's about it's a love story you know like grief is a, a bad word or that no one's going to want to see it if it's about grief but it is about grief and it's about the healing process and I think I'm, I'm so glad you two responded to the ending because I really wanted to show a family that was you know, galvanized by this tragedy, and, you know, they were just looking for ways to connect, and I tried to connect them, because when I was writing these characters, I was, I was falling in love with them, and I wanted to protect them, and I wanted them to be, to have some hope in their lives at the end of the movie, and, and I think they do, um, and that was the story that I wanted to tell. It was a story about hope. And absolutely, and, you know, I think part of the thing is, I do a compassionate friends group, so I work with many newly bereaved people, maybe even a week or two. And, you know, the courage that people have and the belief. And I had someone in the group, you know, it's been 26 years for me, somebody in the group whose son was killed in a motorcycle accident six months ago looked at me and said, I think of you every day. (laughs) And I thought that was so sweet. But she doesn't really think of me. She thinks that there's hope. And there is. And Heidi and I always say, lean on ours till you find your own. And uh, I think this movie is something people could lean on, too, because I, I think uh, the way things come together and the way these people begin in that healing process is really a great thing uh, for people to see. So we appreciate that you've made it, too. Well, how, how, does, uh, how did making the movie, did it impact you on your thoughts of grief and loss? Obviously, you, you learned some things. What would you say the major things that you learned from making it? Oh, I think I I learned how different the grieving have everybody's grieving styles are, and because I have these you know three or four very different characters, and I really wanted to show that there was no right way to grieve and there was no wrong way to grieve, and um, and just because you know the Pierce and Susan were grieving differently didn't mean that they didn't love each other. I always wanted to make sure that the love of the audience knew that the love was still there because it was there. They were just I think it's probably impossible to grieve the same way as somebody else. Um, because, you know, if, if 
and Susan was having a happier moment, Pierce was having a better moment, and um, I, I just, the most important thing is I wanted the audience to know how much love was in their house, um, and that they could, they could survive this, and not that they would ever be better or fixed or um, complete again, but they would be, they would survive it together. I love that part of it also because there's this myth out there and the mental health community, Heidi and I are both therapists, and and there's a lot of stuff written in the literature and things about, you know, how you're going to get a divorce if you lose a child. And it's very frightening for people who do lose a child because they feel like because you when you are up and your husband's down, I remember being really angry at Phil because, you know, he'd say, did you know that it's uh, been 20 hours and three months since Scott died or something. I don't, I'm not a numbers person. And I would get so angry with him. And, you know, it's, it's scary for people because they think, okay, this is going to be the end. I don't only lost their child, but I'm going to lose my marriage. But, you know, uh, the reality is that nobody knows the loss you've had better than the two of you together. So I, I love the fact, you know, the way the family came together in the car in the end. How about you, Hyde? Yeah, I think it did. It spoke to how resilient we are and how, you know, they leaned on each other and and got through this together and, and you know, as a family unit to a certain extent also. Um, it was powerful, and I so appreciate you telling the story and getting it out there and kind of educating the world about it and normalizing so much of what we go through. I loved that you normalized it. So, uh, again, I want to thank you, Shauna, for the movie and everything you've done, and uh, and good luck on your new movie. And now you've got, uh, we can go to your, oh, there's a website for The Greatest, right? Yes, it's called thegreatestthemovie.com. Thegreatestthemovie.com, and uh, it's got the wonderful trailer. And as Heidi said, tr the trailer is also on our Facebook, and I believe it's on our website right now, too. Have you looked at the website? Yeah. I thought so. Um, our webmaster put it on this morning. So we wish you so much luck, and, and we certainly will be telling everybody to go see the movie, Shauna. Oh, thank you. I so appreciate your support. Thank you very, very much. And, and good, good luck, luck. Thanks, on, you, on your new movie that's coming out. And uh, and uh, you're down in L.A. with all those movie stars, right? <laughs> I'm down in L.A. with all the movie stars. <laughs> All right. Well, tell your husband we said hello. We've kind of been in email communication with him. I know. He was, he, he knew immediately that he had to. And I was so busy shooting uh, Love Don't Let Me Down. I said, please contact Gloria. Please just tell her how much the show meant to me. So thank you, Gloria and Heidi. I so appreciate it. Well, thank you so much for getting in touch with us and telling us about about uh, how we did impact the greatest and, and wonderful movie. Well, thank you so much, Shauna Fest. It's been great having you on the show today. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. You've been listening to, Heidi, I wanted to say our old show, Healing Green Heart. You've been listening to the Open to Hope show. You can find us at opentohope.com. We hope that you will come in and sign up for our newsletter and also that you will sign up for Facebook and become part of our Open to Hope family. And if you're a writer, if you want to write for us, we would love to have you write for us. Uh, you can come on and, and uh, click on Write for Us and fill out an application to write for the Foundation. Uh, we hope that you'll listen again next week. The shows will be on the Open to Hope site at 9 o'clock on Thursday mornings. Every, I mean, yeah, right. Every Thursday morning at 9 o'clock, you can access a new show. And remember, we have... 
uh, hundreds of archived shows that you can listen to. And we will be doing a brand new website in a couple of months, and we're going to make it very easy for you to select for, say, death of a child, death of a spouse, and you'll be able to pick up all of our specific um, radio shows and all of our writing and everything. It's going to be truly amazing, isn't it, Hyde? Yeah, it's going to be fabulous. So thanks for listening to the show, and we'll talk to you again next week. This is Dr. Gloria Horsley with my co-host. Dr. Heidi Horsley. Shauna, thank you so much for helping people find hope after loss and for telling our story. You have been listening to Open to Hope Radio. If you have found this show to be helpful, you may visit us at opentohope.com, where you can become a part of our caring community by signing up for Facebook, Twitter, and the Open to Hope Foundation newsletter. Thanks for listening and tune in again next Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time.